Well, hello, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is Nathan. Fuck what you heard. Uh, <laughs> out here in these streets, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like out here in these streets. Uh, this is my podcast. Hi. How you doing? Are you are you good? You having a good day, people? It is March 13th, Friday. Well, it's actually Saturday morning now, but it was Friday, so it's March 14th, I guess. Um, it's like 2.30 in the morning. Um, I'm doing this podcast because I have a podcast. Uh, I have another podcast called Back by Sunset. I do with Zane Helberg. Um, very funny. It's on Spotify. Um, but this podcast, I talk to myself a lot. Like I have full conversations with myself. Um, it's kind of my process of, I don't know what I just said process. Honestly, it's just because I fucking do it. I don't really know why I do it. I've always done it. Um, it's not that I don't have friends or anything. It's just that I think that talking shit out, especially with yourself is, is key. And at least for me, for my ability to critically think, I think that getting it out. Also, I think that there's just a lot of times when you just have too much shit going on in your brain and you just need to get that out. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You just got to get it out of your head sometimes. And uh, that's what I'm doing. And I'm inviting you to join me. Come join me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the name of the podcast is going to be. Um, maybe I'll let you guys name it. You know? Um, I don't know. But uh, I wanted to do it because, like I said, it's the middle of the night. I'm always up at this time. And I'm always talking to myself. I'll lay in my bed. I mean, there's been times when I have laid in my bed stared at the ceiling, TV off, no sound, and just had a conversation with myself for 15 hours. I've done that. Not not in a sad, like I wasn't sad or depressed. It's like sometimes you just got to talk that shit out, man. Sometimes you just got to talk that shit out, the man. Sometimes you just got to talk that shit out, you know? And so, uh, yeah, man. So, this is basically just my attempt at, you know, talking about the shit that goes on in my head, the shit that I think about on a daily basis, the shit that I want to talk about. Um, not that I can't do that on my podcast with Zane or my podcast that I have with Colt, but um, I'm a weird dude, I like weird shit. And uh, so, and I have weird thoughts sometimes. So um, this is, uh, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, what I, I had a show tonight in uh, San Dimas, and um, it was really fun. I was worried because the the, the fear from, the, like, people are scared, you know, the coronavirus is going, uh, going around, and uh, people are terrified. And so I was thinking, I was like, man, it's, I don't know if this show is going to, I was thinking it was going to be canceled. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think there was going to be an audience, and I thought they were going to cancel the show, because they canceled, I mean, they canceled the NFL. Well, they didn't cancel the NFL, it's not playing, but they canceled the baseball, they canceled basketball, they canceled hockey, they canceled soccer, like, the whole world canceled all they shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I thought they were going to cancel comedy. Uh, but people still need to laugh, and there was a full, it was a packed crowd, it was a really good crowd, um, and they were out there in these streets, and uh, we had a, I had a really good fun, a really uh, really fun time. I live streamed my set on on TikTok. And that's the first time I've ever live streamed a comedy set. You know what I mean? Um, so that was fun. I might do that again. 
I actually had a good time with that. But um, but yeah, man, it was a decent show. I had a decent set. It wasn't great, or it was. It was uh, I'd say it was a solid six, a six, maybe maybe five and a half or six. It was it was it was a fun set, but um, definitely not you know perfect by any uh any stretch of the imagination or nothing like that. But um, you know that's what it was. Um, so if you don't know who the fuck I am, uh, and you probably don't, uh, I'm Nathan. Um, I'm a, I have albinism, black albino motherfucker. Uh, both my parents are black. Well, they were, uh, I was adopted at birth by white family and then raised in California, Florida, and Washington. And, uh, now I'm here out here in these streets, you know? Um, I don't really know, man. Being albino is what it is. I, <laughs> I'm i sure I'll talk about stories and shit on this podcast, but right now I've just got like, here's, here's the thing. The show was fun, but the, the, I went to the supermarket before my show and I, just to do some you know, normal shopping. I, I wasn't going for any like big reasons or anything like that. I just needed some eggs and I needed some, some fruit and veggies and shit like that. And I got to the store and people were losing their goddamn shit. Like I, I, I look, let me tell you something. I'm old as motherfucker. I've been, I was around for the first Iraq war, nine 11, the second Iraq war, fucking SARS, bird flu, E. coli. And like motherfuckers forget about E. coli going around and shit. Uh, I, I'm from Florida. I've been in hurricanes. I went surfing in a hurricane. I do not recommend that. Uh, you know what I mean? I've been in hurricanes. I've had, a. I was in Florida the, the first time it ever snowed in Florida and it shut the plane down, spent three days on Christmas, <laughs> on Christmas is the first time I ever had a white Christmas was in Florida. It was the first time I'd ever seen snow. Um, and it was a white Christmas It snowed on Christmas. And on that day, we were actually supposed to go um to toronto to and when i say it snowed in florida in jacksonville i mean like an inch like it literally snowed an inch but florida don't see snow so it shut the state down all this all the people every all the like the the sporting goods stores were were all sold out of shit because motherfuckers didn't know what to do people were like on trash cans getting slid down the street on an inch of snow they didn't have they could the 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 airport, JAX, Jacksonville International Airport, there was 400, like 350 to 400,000 people stuck in the airport because they didn't have any, any way, because it's, again, it's Christmas and they didn't have anything to de-ice the planes because it's fucking Florida. Why would they need that? They also didn't have anything to, to de-ice the roads. They didn't know how to salt the roads. They didn't know how to de-ice the roads. So, there was just a bunch of people stuck in the airport and they couldn't even go to like a nearby hotel because the hotels didn't know what the fuck to do. Nobody knew what the fuck to do. So my Christmas dinner was spent in an airport eating an $8 piece of bad pizza. That was my Christmas dinner. And then, and the fucked up part about it was, is that we were flying to Toronto to have uh, Christmas with my mom's aunt. And they actually... They waited for us and they, um, we were in the airport, I think for like, maybe like 20, I think we were in there for just like a day, maybe a day and a half. It wasn't terribly long, but I'm, you know, I got ADHD and I'm a kid. I was disruptive as shit, but you know, that's, 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 
that's what that is, though. Um, and then we got to Toronto and I'm thinking that it's going to be snow like the snow that we saw that we saw in Florida. And it was not. It was like five. I, don't, I mean, I was a kid, so I don't know how much snow there actually was, but it looked like 27 feet high everywhere we went. I remember getting off the plane and we were going through customs and um, my mom at this time, I was, I don't know how, I don't remember how old I was. I think I was like seven or eight, but at this time it was, it was kind of the thing where my mom had not really told me that Santa wasn't real, but we both, like I knew Santa wasn't real and she knew that I knew Santa wasn't real, but we hadn't talked about it. And she was still kind of playing like Santa was real. My mom's a shit. She actually, to this day, because when I was a kid, I was so hyper and they thought I was allergic to everything that I was not allowed sugar. And my mom was kind of like a health nut, kind of a vegetarian and which, you know, whatever. But I wasn't allowed any sugar. So. So I wasn't, I wasn't allowed sugar, but they also thought I was allergic to everything. So I wasn't allowed like milk. I couldn't have milk. I could have goat's milk, which we had a, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, we were at custom and my mom was talking to the guy at customs about, uh, what was in the bags. And she, the guy was asking what's in the bags. And she was like, she like, I could see her looking at me. She's like, there's some presents. You know what I mean? She's like, she didn't want to say it out loud. So we get the bags and we start walking and my mom gets this guy and he, um, he says, I got, you know, he's a cab driver. I can drive you to where you need to go. And the dude just looked kind of shifty, but my mom's a trusting person. And so we're following him and he's in the airport. We're following him and we got all our bags, me, my mom and my sister. And a, a cop comes up to us and fucking's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're taking a cab. And the guy, the cab driver just kept fucking walking. And the guy and the cop was like, yeah, that's a scam that's a scam artist. Don't take him. And the guy just, just, ne I remember the dude just never, like he never turned around. Like we were following him out of the airport and he never turned around. Like he, he knew the cop was there or something. I just thought that was always like gangster as fuck. He didn't start running. He didn't change or augment his pace uh, at all. He just kept pushing. I thought that was crazy, but uh, yeah, Toronto was fun. But as I was saying, yeah. So when I was a kid, I was allergic to everything. At least they thought I was. They did that stupid test on the on my back, and uh, and they thought I was allergic to everything. So I wasn't allowed milk. I was allowed goat's milk. We actually had a goat in the backyard, in in like the hood. Like it was the first like it was the first time I lived like not in. It wasn't a bad neighborhood, but it wasn't a good neighborhood either. Like there was still drugs all over the place, but nobody was getting shot. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it was still fairly dangerous, but it wasn't that dangerous. You know what I mean? Like it was, it wasn't a bad neighborhood, but it wasn't a good one. Anyway, uh, it was just funny because we had goats and chickens in the backyard and because my mom, again, uh, we would, we would eat the chicken eggs and we would, we would milk the goat and I would have goat milk, um, but goat milk's disgusting. First of all, I had a goat. I had one of the, one of the goats name is Billy. And, um, Billy was my pet. I named him Billy cause he was a Billy goat. <laughs> and then the other, his mom was the goat that we milked. And uh, like occasionally the mom would get out 
<laughs> and, and goats are fucking fast. I don't know if you know that. And they can dip, you know what I'm saying? And I just remember it being hilarious to me that you got all these, <laughs> you got all these little thug nigga kids running around the neighborhood trying to catch this goddamn goat <laughs> and put it back in the goddamn pen, man. That shit was fucking hilarious. Oh my God. That shit was so much fun. That shit was so funny. I, But I hated being allergic to shit because I, I wasn't allowed any sugar cereal. So what I was saying is that my mom, to this day, every year, she wraps up a package. She wraps up a box of Christmas Crunch. Captain, like Captain Crunch, but like Christmas Crunch, the Christmas shit. She wraps it up, puts it under the tree. And packages it from Santa every year. She does that every year. I get a box of cereal because I was so, that was my thing. Like I was so infatuated with sugar cereal, like the sugar cereal still to this day, the sugar cereal aisle in the supermarket is the most fun aisle. I don't care how old you get. It's the most fun aisle, but I didn't get nothing for even when I did get like the occasional sugar cereal. When I was growing up, we were poor, so we didn't get the name brand shit. We got all the shit that was on the bottom shelf, you know, in the bags, the disrespectful ass shit. Not Fruit Loops, Fruity Loops, you know what I mean? Not Captain Crunch, Crunches of the Captain, you know what I mean? Like, they just clear ripoffs of the fucking name, but they always tasted, like, I don't know if it was my, my brain telling me, but they always tasted like poor, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just felt poor. Because the shit was in a bag, not a box. I don't know what that was, but that shit was crazy. Um, so, yeah, man, I would not get to have milk in my cereal because they, they thought I was allergic to milk. So, instead of milk, like a true Floridian, I would eat my cereal with orange juice, which is disgusting sounding but it was actually pretty fucking tasty um the problem was is that the cereal that i was eating the orange juice with wasn't good because again they thought i was allergic to everything including sugar so i couldn't have the sugar cereal so i'm eating like plain cornflakes with orange juice which is not good at all now i mean cornflakes with no sugar on top um luckily my mom didn't give me in my opinion the worst cereal of all time which is wheaties wheaties is by far and I mean by far the worst cereal that has ever been created ever. You know how bad Wheaties is? They had to have the greatest basketball player of all times to sell the cereal. Cookie Crisp just had a fucking dog. It had a cartoon dog. Wheaties was the first cereal that I can remember that had to have a real human to sell the cereal because they knew how garbage that shit was. And then they just kept doing that. They would just like, it became the thing to get on the Wheaties box, but no one ever talked about liking Wheaties. It was just like, no one, when talking about your favorite cereals, you know what I'm saying? Like cinnamon toast crunch. They talk about that. Apple Jacks. They talk about that. Captain crunch. They talk about that. Even though it cuts your motherfucking mouth up. Um, cookie crisp. They talk about that. I think the cookie crisp might be the most disrespectful cereal of all time because it's just a bowl of cookies. Like it's, it's a bowl of cookies like for breakfast 
I feel like that's probably not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how did they sneak that by us? Hey, kids, you know what you want for breakfast? Bowl of fucking cookies. Yeah, put some sugar in the milk and then pour the milk on the cookies and you can have a sugary milk bowl of cookies. Chocolate chip. That's crazy. And then they wonder why the kids go to school and they fucking run around the goddamn classroom and then they crash at, you know what I mean, like in three hours. It's because I had a fucking bowl of cookies. And they say part of a balanced breakfast. But when you look at it, it's a bowl of cookies, a glass of orange juice, a glass of milk, pancakes, toast with butter on it. I'm like, that's a horrible. <laughs> like, that's a delicious breakfast. Don't get me wrong. But that's not the breakfast that you want to give your kid, man. Kids going to be fat. I saw I was in New York a couple years ago. At Coney Island, about to get an ice cream cone. And standing in line was this dad and this mom. And they had a kid with them. And the kid was in a stroller. But the kid was so fat that the stroller had off-road wheels. And I'm not making that up. There was the I could look. They had bike wheels on this motherfucking stroller because the kid was so fat. I, you ever... You ever seen a kid so fat that it doesn't look like they could ever like they would have to turn their whole body around to say what's up to you because they don't got no neck like you can't turn around. Somebody call your name and you're not facing them and you ain't got no neck. You got to turn your whole body to face them. And that's where this kid was at. And they were getting a fucking she was they gave her she was eating an ice cream and they were getting her another one. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Mm, mm, mm. That kid fat. I bet that kid dead now. I don't know. I'm, that's. That's a fucked up thought, but shit, I don't know that bitch. Anyway, um, I apologize if this shit is all disjointed and shit, because that's just what, like I said, man, this is just uh, what's in my head in the middle of the night. Uh, midnight head tripping. That's what we're going to call it. Midnight head tripping or some dumb shit like that, man. But yeah, man, childhood was crazy. Everything's crazy. But the coronavirus, man, um, I just... You know what it is? It's not that people shouldn't be taking precaution. I just don't. The level of fear that people are having is I don't think that that's the correct level. I think that people are because like it's like this. You have a group like it's like either people are going absolutely crazy and saying that this is the end of the fucking world or they're saying nothing to fucking worry about go about your day and i think that there's probably it's probably the truth is probably somewhere in the middle there but nobody's nobody's doing that it's like critical thinking abilities have been just turned the fuck off and everybody's just either panicked or not taking it seriously and so i'm like both of those things i don't think are are good you know what i mean like why are you why are you you know pandemics don't go away quick this isn't going to it's not like this isn't going to be a two-week thing. You're still going to be talking about this in nine months. It might not be very serious in nine months, but it's still going to be there in nine months. You know what I mean? The flu is still here. We haven't solved the flu. Everybody gets the flu every year. The reason that some people don't get the fucking flu is because they, they have, you know, a vaccine for the flu. So they basically give it to you so you don't get it and so you're not contagious. That's what the vaccine's basically doing, making it so you're not contagious. Um... But it gives you the flu. Um, but this shit, the fucking corona, man, people are losing their shit. I don't know. Toilet paper. 
I've never seen people stock up on toilet paper like this. I don't understand why you're stocking up on toilet paper and not just like a little bit, a fucking rack of toilet paper. You just buy your normal toilet paper. I feel like that'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause here's the thing. People I think are buying toilet paper because they think that they, if they get quarantined, they want to have toilet paper. But I'm like, if you get quarantined, that means you got the shit. If you got the shit, you're going to have to go to the hospital. The hospital has toilet paper. So I don't understand why a motherfucker, like all of the toilet paper is gone. All the canned goods are gone. I'm like, you're not, this isn't going to be over in two weeks. So you buying all that food, you're, you're still going to run out. And what's going to happen is, is the stores are going to keep their shelves stocked because they have to. That's what stores do. So. I don't know, man. I'm just like, man, y'all taking this shit way too fucking seriously. You're just listening to the news and being afraid because somebody else told you to be. But you haven't actually done, nobody's actually done any research. And the research that they're doing isn't thorough. It's one person said this, so I'm going to research what that, exactly what that one person said. But most of the research that they're, that they're talking about, they're not talking, like they're not Look at what doctors are saying and look at what all of the doctors are saying, not just the doctors that you want to agree with you. Like, it's like people basically doing that thing where they look up information to bolster the story, like to, to that affirms the point that they've already made. You know what I mean? Like, and when you do that, that's false because you can do that for anybody. I can fucking find online an article that says stomping out baby puppies is okay to do. You know what I mean? Like you can just find that online. So you can, if whatever, if you want to find something bad enough, you'll find that shit. So that's why I'm like, man, people just need to calm the fuck down. Wash your hands. Don't, you know, don't, if you feel sick, stay your ass home. You know what I'm saying? If you feel real sick, take your ass to the hospital. Um, be clean. You know, don't be walking around hugging a bunch of fucking strangers and shit like that. Um, but but other than that, you know what I mean? Like you at the gym, wipe down your shit. Maybe don't go to huge gatherings. But but for the most part, that's really all you need to do. Just take just don't be a dirty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor either. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just talking out my ass, man. I don't know. I just think that shit's crazy. People taking that shit too fucking seriously. And I also think it's funny that everybody was wearing the, everybody was wearing these masks. Um, not realizing. I'm like, dude, you know the mask was made in China. <laughs> oh, the mask was made in China, fam. That's crazy. But nanas. Um, I mean, it's fucked up my shit. Um, I mean, I'm a comedian, so my, I have to do comedy to make money. If all the clubs are closed and I don't and the, and the, and the like, people are not going to the clubs, I don't make fucking money. I'm used to being broke, so I guess I'll be okay, but hopefully I can still pay rent and shit, but you know, I'll figure it out because, uh, I have to, um, yeah, man, that's just what's going on in, in my life. Um, I guess people are just going to stay home and watch a lot of media. Listen to some podcasts. Listen to this podcast. I hope people listen to this podcast. I really do, man. I really do. I, uh, 
Uh, here's the thing that I actually wanted to do. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time, just because I think that this is cool. Me personally, I love lists. Like I love, I'm a man. I feel like men love shit to be quantifiable. We just, we just, there's something about it. There's something about a top 10 list or some shit like that. That just makes men like, we just love that shit. You know what I mean? So here's what I want to do. So I don't know how well y'all know these people, but I'm gonna do this for me. So this is something that I, I I've done online, like I've done on Facebook and shit like that. And I I basically ask which one's your favorite, and it's not I'm not asking to rank them. I'm asking you which one's your favorite. You can only pick one. Which one is your favorite? And I made these categories of like five, four, five or six things that are all like not unanimously liked, but people like it's going to be hard for you to pick your favorite, but it is going to be your favorite. So the, the first one that we're going to do um, of these five uh, teen heartthrob 90s, 80s people, who's your, which one is your favorite? So DJ Tanner from Full House, um, uh, Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years, Kelly Bundy from Married with Children, Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell, or Topanga Lawrence, Boy Meets World. And this is a hard one. This one, this one was hard because I didn't, I didn't pick my favorite before I made the, the thing. I basically, you know, just just said, you know, who's, who's my favorite. I picked these cause these were all, these were all somebody's favorite. Everybody in this was a fucking huge heartthrob, like a huge team heartthrob at the time. Um, personally, like his thing though, you look at DJ Tanner from full house. I guess I had a crush on, I didn't really have a crush on her though. I really didn't. I watched full house and I liked it. I didn't really have a huge crush on her. I always thought she was cute, but I never really had a crush on her. Winnie Cooper, I had a huge crush on Winnie Cooper. I never thought she was a very good actress, um, but she was a kid, so I didn't really give a fuck. I thought this, but that's also, she was acting like opposite Fred Savage in The Wonder Years, and Fred Savage fucking killed that role. He was so good. The first episode, if you guys have not seen The Wonder Years, um, you're missing out. Go back and watch the first episode, the pilot episode of the Wonder Years. It's a phenomenal episode. And it just it just it just sets up the show to be like such a good I guess dramedy. I guess it's the first real dramedy that I got into where it was it was a very dramatic. They were talking about serious shit, but they were also taking a very comedic uh, like uh way of talking about it and daniel stern is the narrator it was just a great fucking show and winnie cooper was a huge part of that and everybody had the biggest crush on her um i think she's like a mathematician now actually i don't think she i'm pretty sure she doesn't um she might still do acting but i think that she like got her degree in like mathematics or some shit like that so she's smart as shit too which is always hot um kelly bundy Come on, man. If you didn't have a crush on Kelly Bundy, then you're just wrong. Like, Kelly is fuck. Christina Applegate is still one of my favorite people. She's attractive. She's fucking a great 
a great actress. I think she beat cancer. She was in fucking uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. She had a she had a she had a sitcom for a few months or like a few like a, maybe it was two seasons, and she, she was mom to the Olsen twins, which I think is funny because that's the link. You know, six degrees of separation. That's the link between DJ Tanner and Christina Applegate because you know. She was the mom of the Olsen twins. I thought that was crazy. Uh, it was not a bad show, uh, but it just didn't last very long. Um, then, and I, you know, obviously, Married with Children is my is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. And uh, and then we got Kelly Kapowski, Saved by the Bell. I now I know that everybody had the hugest crush on Kelly Kapowski, uh, like a mother, like everybody loved Kelly Kapowski, which was fucking crazy because the other two chicks, um, what the hell is her name? The the chick, Jessie, I think was her name on the show. She was in Showgirls and, uh, which was bad. It was the, I think Showgirls was the first NC-17 movie that was ever in theaters. And it wasn't like it was, here's the funny part. There was at the time, it was this huge deal. Like it was this huge fucking deal. Like it was the biggest thing. Um, it was her breakout role. She was going to destroy it. Everybody was going to go see it because there's full frontal nudity. You know what I mean? Like it was a, it was a crazy big deal. And then the movie came out and it was a complete fucking piece of shit. It was so bad. And they didn't even show like NC 17 type shit. You didn't see, there wasn't like no pussy in the shit. You know what I mean? Like I was like, dude, I've seen, there's, there's better shit on cable. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, it was such a letdown. And then Lark Voorhees, I always, I could never get a track. Like Lark, she wasn't unattractive. She was actually really, uh, really cute. Lisa Turtle was her name on the show. And she was really, really cute. I loved her. But I could never fuck with her because her last name was Voorhees and I was terrified of Jason. And that's his last name, Jason Voorhees. So I was like, nah, man, I can't fuck with Lisa. And I didn't like Jesse because she was too skinny uh, for me because I like big. I like I like it. even as a even young kid. I still liked a little bit of thickness. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kelly Kapowski, though, I was never like she was hot. But like in the way that it was like. Oh, she's hot. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't smash, but like, I wasn't try. I wouldn't try to smash. I mean, I might try to smash. I don't know. She just wasn't like the thing for me. I was definitely more Kelly Bundy and Winnie Cooper over at Kelly Kapowski. You know what I'm saying? But I would probably take Kelly Kapowski over, um, Candace, uh, over Candace Cameron. So that's at least something. And then of course we have Topanga and I feel like pretty much every kid in the nineties, had a crush on Topanga because I mean her we we don't even we just know her as Topanga Danielle Fisher I think is her name but we know her as Topanga Topanga was so goddamn hot and no one knew what she was like she wasn't white but she wasn't black but she wasn't Latina and she wasn't like nobody knew what she was I don't still to this day know what she is I feel like it's just a mystery and she's an alien and, uh, and aliens are hot. And I wanted to fuck that alien. I really did. I fucking had the hugest crush on Topanga. I mean, and see, here's the thing. All of these shows I watched, I watched every single one of these shows. I liked every single one of these shows. Um, but if I'm being honest, 
I got to say that out of these five between Candace Cameron, uh, Winnie Cooper, I do not know her goddamn name, or DJ Tanner, Winnie Cooper. I'm going to use their, their stage names because I don't fucking remember them. DJ Tanner, Winnie Cooper, Kelly Bundy, Kelly Kapowski, and Topanga Lawrence. Between those five, my favorite has got to be Topanga. I'm sorry. It just is. She's just that. that first of all, the name Topanga just sounds fuckable. It just sounds hot. It's a fucking hot name. Topanga. You know what I mean? It's hot. Kelly, it's... It's definitely, for me, it's definitely a toss-up. I mean, like, it's hard. It's really a choice between Kelly, uh, Topanga, and Winnie. Um, but I still have to go with Topanga. I don't know who would come in second, but I'm going definitely with Topanga. I think out of the shows, of the of the five shows, Full House, Saved by the Bell, The Wonder Years, Boy Meets World, and Mary Children, Mary Children's my favorite of those, but I would have to, I still, I, like I said, I gotta go Topanga, man. I gots to go to Panga. And Topanga uh, was dating Corey Matthews. Corey Matthews is Ben Savage. Ben Savage is Fred Savage's brother. That's the link between uh, Topanga and Winnie Cooper. And so now we know that Kelly, uh, Kelly Bundy and Candace Cameron are linked by the Olsen twins. Topanga and when Cooper are linked by the by the Savage Brothers uh, and Kelly Kapowski, I don't think she's linked to the f- other four of them at all. But go have go to Pangle. Final answer, y'all. Um, yeah, that's my thing, man. That's my thing. You know what? That was fun. I'm gonna do another one of those because I can. Because it's my goddamn podcast. You know, I, I don't care if nobody listens to this shit. I like this. I like talking, and I like the fact that I'm doing this. Okay, so the next Who's Your Favorite, we're going to do, because uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of horror movies, like old school horror movies. I like new horror movies, but um, I think a lot of the newer horror movies have just kind of gone to the jump scare, and it gets repetitive. So I'm not saying that they're all bad. I love The Conjuring. Um, you know, Hereditary was phenomenal. Midsummer was, eh, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. There's been some really good horror movies. There's a horror movie, what's it called? Um, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the damn movie. It's it's got Daniel Radcliffe in it, and it's about horns. I think it might be even called Horns. Anyway, I thought that was good. The following is a really good horror movie. If you guys haven't seen that one, go check that one out. But today we're doing Who's Your Favorite, and we're doing. And here are the players. You guys ready? All right. We got Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Candyman, Chucky, and Pinhead. Okay? So those we got. Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Candyman, Chucky, and Pinhead. And of those, I mean, like, I mean, let's just go. Let's just go into it. I mean, like Freddy Krueger, in my opinion, is just. I mean, like Freddy was a badass. Freddy was the first person to take really horror, and like he wasn't. He wasn't the first one. Did they like the Nightmare on Elm Street wasn't the first franchise to do horror and comedy, but they were the first one to really do it like that, to where it was terrifying. But he was making jokes. 
Freddie, Freddie terrified the shit out of me. I mean, I like because I mean, it, out of all these dudes, Freddie killed you in your sleep. Everybody sleeps, damn it. Everybody sleeps. What are you, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Everybody sleeps, man. And he would kill people in just the most embarrassing way. And then they would just die in real life. That's fucked up. It was all burnt up. He was a child molesting serial killer. That came back to life. In your dreams. With knives for one of his hand. And he was burnt the fuck up. Like, how do you make that? That's the most terrifying fucking thing. <laughs> like, like, if you want to make a bad, like, of these five, six people, he might be the baddest. I don't know. Jason killed a lot of people. Jason Voorhees killed a lot of people. Jason didn't actually kill anybody in the first movie. I mean, the, the end scene was kid Jason coming up and grabbing old girl and pulling her down in the water. But you never actually see her die. Um... But Jason's mom was the person killing everybody because, you know, the kids were fucking and they, uh, they, they basically, you know, they let Jason die. Jason was a little bit retarded or whatever. And like, he couldn't swim and he drowned while everybody was fucking while the counselors were fucking. So Jason's mom started killing all the counselors. And then once they killed Jason's mom, then Jason came back. And I never, like, Jason wasn't really like, I remember like Jason, I think it was Jason fought, like there was different Jason's. I think like Jason, like uh, Friday the 13th, um, I think it was Friday the 13th, four or five, I think it was five, where it was just a dude, like they demasked him and it wasn't even Jason, it was like a guy who was pretending to be, it was just like a big fucker, you know, and that was weird, but um, Jason was a bad dude, because Jason never ran, you know what I mean, like he never ran, he would just walk after you and you would be running through the forest screaming i never understood the look back you know what i mean like the look back if a big motherfucker with a knife in a mask is chasing you don't look back just run just go just go top speed don't look back he's don't look back just run just fucking bolt just run but people would look back and there he is right behind you and jason was strong as shit he didn't talk he always kept the mask off until like a couple times he would show people what's under the mask. And it was always terrifying. I remember in Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan, which was not a particularly good movie. But at this point, you were just really watching to see how Jason killed people. Um, there was a dude on the roof and he was punching. He was a boxer and he was boxing the shit out of Jason. And Jason was getting closer and closer to this edge. And finally, the dude like was out of fucking energy right as Jason was teetering on this edge. And he was like, all right, motherfucker, take your best shot. And Jason grabbed him by the collar and punched his head off. <laughs> and the head landed on a car that three of the other kids who were trying to get away from Jason were in. So that was crazy. I like that scene. Punched that motherfucker head off. That shit was so fucking funny. Jason was also Jason also didn't kill kids. That's the thing that you got to remember about Fre Freddie wanted to kill kids jason didn't kill kids i think it was in nightmare on elm street part six where he was at a camp he walked he was chasing some teenagers he walked into a uh a cabin with like some smaller kids like you know eight nine ten years old and he just left he didn't kill them he wouldn't kill indiscriminately 
he would only kill teenagers that were fucking, it seemed like. He had like a moral code. So Jason was dope. Then you got Mike Myers. Mike Myers, I mean, I was never huge into the Halloween movies. I mean, I liked them. Um, but Mike was never scary to me because the motherfucker just had a knife. I mean, he was strong, yeah. And that mask, crazy. But Mike Myers always creeped me out because his hair was always done. You know what I'm saying? Like, Freddy, his hair was all burnt the fuck off. Jason, he ain't got no hair. Mike Myers had a full head of hair that was always done. Or maybe it was the mask. I don't remember. I think it. I think he had hair in the... I can't remember if the hair was part of the mask. But I never liked that. I also didn't like that he just had a knife... But it was like a butcher. Jason carried a big ass knife, like a machete. But Michael Myers just carried a butcher knife, dog. Don't nobody in the whole Halloween series got a gun? Blast that nigga. And then Candyman. See, Candyman was terrifying because you just had to say his name three times and then the motherfucker would show the fuck up and kill you. And I actually know, the the funny thing is, I actually know the guy who played Candyman, we've seen him around, he's a, he's a, and his son is a comedian, so I've actually seen him a lot, um, and he's cool, he's cool, his son's cool, he's cool, um, Candyman was scary to me, but it wasn't like the most, the bees were the worst part, because I always had bees and shit like that, and that part scared me, because I was deathly afraid of bees growing up, like, deathly afraid of bees, and I don't have, I wasn't allergic or nothing, I just didn't like them motherfuckers, I got stung in the, a bee flew in my mouth and stung me, like, three times in the lip once, on the inside of my lip, I never liked it after that, and also, I, I used to think it was cool to catch flies in my hand, because I couldn't see the fly, but I could hear it, and I would just, like, echolocate that motherfucker, and snatch them bitches out the air, well, my dumb ass did that one time with a bee, and the bee did what bees do, stung shit out my hand, and then I cried, so, fuck bees, fuck Candyman, old bitch-ass nigga. And then we got Chucky. Chucky's a fucking interesting one, because, like, Child's Play was a fucking freaky movie. Like, it was a crazy movie, and it's basically, if you haven't seen it, it's about a guy who possesses a doll and then just goes on a fucking killing spree to try and get at this kid so he can get another body. And... I like Chucky. He was just so angry. His attitude out of all of these people, Jason had no real attitude. His attitude was the lack of an attitude. Candyman always seemed sad. Michael Myers just liked to make people afraid. Freddie did have an attitude too, but I feel like Chucky had the most human attitude. Freddie was trying to scare people. Chucky wasn't trying to scare people. He was trying to kill people. You know what I mean? Indiscriminately. Like he didn't, he was trying to kill people because he thought it was funny. Jason was trying to punish. Michael Myers was trying to scare. Freddie was trying to keep himself relevant by using fear. And then Candyman was just sad. It was like revenge, but he wasn't all bad. Candyman wasn't, but Chucky was just an evil little motherfucker. And then Pinhead might be the most terrifying one on this because out of the six, I feel like Pinhead's probably the smartest and he's actually from hell. He's a demon. I think that Pinhead also might have the highest body count. Um, I'm going to say that Michael Myers' body count is probably somewhere in the in the, in the the 20s. Freddy's is probably somewhere in the 20s. Maybe the, up, if you count 
if you're not counting the kids that he killed while he was alive, I think that Freddy's is probably in the in the 30s, maybe. Jason's is probably in the 30s or 40s. Uh, I think Candyman's is probably in the, the teens. Chucky's is, pro- is definitely in the teens. Maybe not even hit 10. Pinhead, I, he, I remember in Hellraiser 3, he killed an entire club, like a whole room full of people. He locked the doors and then brought these stabbing chains down and just murked the whole fucking building. So, And the nigga's, the nigga's name is Pinhead. And he has pins in his motherfucking face. And I don't know if y'all know this, but he has a, in Hellraiser 2, he had a girlfriend, and she had motherfucking pins in his face. Like, pin, like out of looks, Pinhead might look the motherfucking scariest. Like, if, I don't know, if I saw, yeah, because Freddy still looks kind of human. Jason looks like he could be human. Mike Myers is human. Uh, Candyman looks human enough. Chucky's a motherfucking doll, but Pinhead looks like a goddamn demon. So he might be the most frightening one. But out of these six, my favorite. All right, so it's not going to be Candyman. I'm going to have to take Candyman out. He just didn't scare me that much. He wasn't my favorite. The movies were okay. Um, And Mike Myers, I got to throw you out, dog, because like again i just never liked his steez like he, his steez was just never dope to me he just he never killed nobody in an interesting way and it felt like at any time people could get him you know what i mean like it just never never nah um as much as as many people as pinhead killed i didn't like him i was afraid of him but he wasn't my favorite so it's so we got down to Chucky, Jason, and Freddy. <sighs> you know, honestly, I gotta just go ahead and go with it. Out of these six, my favorite between Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Candyman, Chucky, and Pinhead, I gotta go with Freddy, dog. He's the only one that I never saw a weak movie. I liked all of the movies. I loved all of the ways he killed people. In Freddy Krueger, uh, what was it, Nightmare on Elm Street six? He fucking did some. He like he killed somebody with the power glove. He was like, "Wait, you forgot the power glove." Robert England fucking killed this role. I mean, some of those iconic uh, lines: "Welcome to prime time, bitch." You know what I mean? Like, um, "You're all my children now." You know what I mean? Like, just Freddie had the dope. Out of all of these, Freddie had the most one-liners. You know what I mean? Like, Freddie had the best lines. So out of that six, man, I got to go ahead and go with Freddy, dog. Got to go with Freddy. That was fun. I'm happy I did that. Hope y'all enjoyed that shit. Because I did. Um, But yeah, man. So so there that is. Those, 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 those are two things that I really want to talk about. I'm sorry I was so long-winded about that. No, I'm not. I don't give a fuck. Again, this is just... This is just me talking, y'all. This is just me talking. And I think I'm going to do this. I really don't care. I hope people listen to this. Um, but honestly, I'm doing this more for me. Um, yeah. So what else is on my mind, man? What the hell else is on my mind? Um, I don't know, man. Like the, the whole, I never understood like, um, I never, you know what, you know, I never understood. I never understood, like, in, in, in horror movies, 
because I think cause now that I'm thinking about it in all horror movies, I think there is that that point like you look it's in scream it's in the conjuring there is that point where you're like like you have to suspend belief in all in most horror movies but there's always i feel like most horror movies have that point where you're like okay where where they do something dumb like not just something really stupid but like something like you know what i mean like a dumb thing like something that nobody would ever actually do and i feel like in freddy that was the only one where the dumb thing made perfect sense to me because everything was happening in a dream so that's how people would react they would wake up and be like well that didn't fucking happen you know what i mean but like why would you say Candyman's name three times if your friends had already been murdered by him? Why would you do that? Um, if you saw a fucking doll, why wouldn't you just throw it off a bridge? You know what I'm saying? Like if you had any thoughts that the doll was fucking lit, if I, if I went to bed and the doll was in the corner and I woke up and the doll was in the chair, that doll's dead now. That doll is going down. He, I'm, I'm chopping him up. I'm throwing his ass in a wood chipper straight up and down. You know what I mean? If Mike Myers come in my house, if I see Mike Myers, I'm going to just throw some hot coffee in that motherfucker face. He just human. Oh, bitch ass nigga. All these movies and no one can kill this motherfucker. Chop his fucking head off. Now, Jason, Jason might be a problem because he's always already dead. He's like six foot nine, like 300 pounds, strong as shit. Fast as shit kind of a ghost and carries a machete so i don't really know what the fuck you do with jason mm, yeah i don't know what you do with jason um i gotta go with freddy though but fred nightmare on elm shit was the only fucking series out of these ones that just did not have that dumbass moment so i gotta go with that man i gotta go with that i fuck with it i think that um if y'all haven't seen the babadook go watch that shit that shit is really really good um i like that a lot i did but uh, yeah, man, I think that, you know what, I'm going to end there. I'm going to end right there. Um, thank you guys for listening to the first episode of, uh, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call this shit. Let's call it, uh, for now, we'll just call it the uh, Midnight, uh, Midnight, Midnight Thoughts or Deep Thoughts by Nate Handy. You know, <laughs> blatant ripoff of Jack Handy on Saturday Night Live. No, um, I don't know, y'all. But this was fun. I had fun. I liked it. I did. I like talking about fucking old school shit. I'm a, I'm a huge old... I have a ton of these. Which one's your favorites? And I'm going to do a couple every single time just because they are so much fun for me. I love not just talking about... I'm a huge fan of sitcoms like that's my favorite genre of television is sitcoms and I, I i did a top 10 list of you know what maybe i'll leave y'all with one of my top 10 lists because i did a bunch of of top 10 lists because again men love everything quantifiable and i um love to quantify things you know that's just uh i really like that i like i like i like quantifying things and so uh, I'm going to hit y'all with the top 10 list. Um, let's find one. Let's find a good top 10 list. Um, oh, here's a top 10 list that I did a while ago. Um, 
and uh, I'll do this for you. Let me see. One, five. Oops. All right. So uh, here's my top 10. Here we go. Okay. So top 10 animated sitcoms. Top 10 animated sitcoms. So I'm talking about, you know, animated sitcoms that were supposed to be like not kids cartoons these are simpsons type shit you know what i mean so first off honorable mention uh honorable mention bojack horseman gets an honorable mention um who else gets a okay honorable mention american dad honorable mention f is for family those are three great shows the homie josh adam myers is actually on f is for family um and I actually really, really like that show. Um, Bojack Horseman, I think, is Will Arnett, I think, is just destroys that show. That show keeps getting better. It keeps getting more intricate, more like you You always th they get so deep with that show, but they never lose the comedy. So I really like that show, um, but it did not make my top 10, at least my top 10. Uh, but let's be honest, my top 10 is the top 10. So <laughs> um also, honorable mention, so honorable mention, F is for Family, great show, Bojack Horseman, great show, American Dad, phenomenal show, I loved it, and I know people are going to be mad at me for this one, but last honorable mention is Futurama, and I was just not a huge fan of Futurama, I, like, I liked it, but I didn't like it, it didn't make my top 10, so here we go, top 10, so number 10, uh, King of the Hill, you know, one of the things that I love about steak is propane, the way you cook it. I, I absolutely loved King of the Hill, man. I loved Bobby. Bobby, boom, you know, boom, you know, thing, do things. And I, you know, I like, uh, I don't remember his name. I think it was Bill. Oh, Dad Peggy. You know, I love that guy, too. And then you know, everybody, everybody loves Dale. You know, you want to come over here. And I'm going to just put it in the back. You got to be ready for it when it comes to you. You know what I mean? Like, I love, like, all of the characters were just fantastic. I think it was like 11 seasons. Just a great, great show. Um, Connie, the, uh, the, the, the next door neighbors, they were so good. The Vietnamese, no, they from Laos. I think they were from Laos. But yeah, man, the show was just so, ah, oh, man, it was. Honestly, I think that show was ahead of its time. Honestly, that's one of the few shows that I really do believe, honestly, it was ahead of its time. I really like that show. So at number 10, King of the Hill. And number nine, and I know a lot of people are going to be mad at this one. Number nine, Rick and Morty. I know people think that they should be higher. But to be fair, I've only seen season one of Rick and Morty. So I can't put it. I'm not going to put it on my list, at least higher than number nine. So Rick and Morty is number nine. But I do like Rick and Morty. I need to catch up on it. I really do like Rick and Morty. But again, number nine. Number eight, Boondocks. I'm sorry, man. Uncle Ruckus is by far one of the funniest characters I've ever fucking seen. I love the animation style of Boondocks, the anime. It's like anime meets American. It was like it was like this. It, it was the same feeling that I got when I was watching Avatar. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Avatar was absolutely fantastic. It had that anime feel to it but with an american flavor like done in an american way and i felt like boondocks was the same same thing it was just a, a mash of all of these different things and i thought that it really was like a a show that really that was just good like like they got 
they got mad, like, uh, what was it? BET got mad at Boondocks because the guy was talking about the bullshit that BET was doing. And I thought that was fucking fantastic. So, like I said, uh, Boondocks at number eight. Uh, at number seven, and I know some people have not seen this one, but it's called Drawn Together. If you have not seen this fucking show, you need to go watch it. I have all three seasons on DVD. It was on, uh, what was it on? I think it was on Adult Swim. It is one of the funniest fucking shows that I've ever seen. It is so crude, but in a, like, it's basically um, the real world, but with cartoon characters. Like, there's a character, a ma- like, imagine if Superman was a piece of shit. Imagine if SpongeBob was um, in, in the, like, there's this character that basically is SpongeBob, but rated R. And just as stupid. Like, I mean, it's crazy. There's Princess Clara. Um, there is Foxy Brown, who's a fox character. Princess Clara is a princess. She's from like a magical land. And then there's Ling Ling, who's basically Pikachu. And uh, but his name is Ling Ling. Uh, oh, my God. I don't even know how to describe the show. I'm not doing it justice, but you have to go watch the show. If you have not seen it, go watch Drawn Together. Fucking hilarious. And that's at number uh, seven. At number six, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is becoming one of my favorite shows, like one of my absolute favorite shows. I don't, I don't think that the, uh, that a show has got, because the, the great thing about animation is you can do a lot more because the characters are not real. They're animated. I think Big Mouth has got the whole puberty from the guys, because a lot of shows talk about women hitting puberty, but no show really talked about what it's like for guys going through puberty. It's fucking hard. Like, it's really hard. And I don't think enough people talk about that shit. Like, just getting random boners when you're thir- when you're like 10, 11, 12, 13, and you don't know what the fuck's happening or what to fucking do about it. You're just humping shit. And I think that they got, and you're, when you start coming, when you figure out masturbation, that's like be your life. That's what your life becomes. So... Big Mouth is one of my favorite, favorite shows. I I like it so much that I actually go to sleep with it on sometimes. Like a lot of nights, I just go to sleep with with it on on Netflix. Fucking love it. Can't wait for season four. Um, number five, Bob's Burgers. You know, you know why. There's not a weak character on the entire show. Every single episode makes me laugh. Every single episode. Some episodes are better than others, but every episode... I laugh. You can just listen to the characters' voices and laugh. They're just funny voice characters. Their attitudes are fucking hilarious. The first, I mean, like, oh my God. The guy who, it, it's just, it's such a good show. Luis, my my favorite um, my favorite character is Eugene. I fucking love him. He's so, he's so weird. I fucking love him. And I know everybody loves Tina, but I go, I'm all about Eugene. Um, number four, Simpsons. Simpsons have probably the best, not first eight, eight or nine seasons. Simpsons might have the best first season of all of these shows. I mean, the first two seasons of the Simpsons were almost perfect. But they've been on for 30 seasons and at least 20 of them weren't great. So, I mean, you know, what I mean, like it's not bad, but I can't put them higher than number four because 
they just, I mean, they have fallen off, which you would after 30 fucking season of a TV show. And number three, Archer. I love Archer. I, I go to, it's another one that I actually go to sleep to. Um, it's just, it's, it's so funny. The voice acting is so great. The animation, I didn't think that I was going to like the animation at first, but I absolutely love it now. It's how the, like Archer is the perfect character. He's, he's, he's a, such a fucking douche, but he's also so good at his job. It's just, it's basically what would happen if any of us was James Bond. We would be Archer. We just would. Lana. Danger sound. <laughs> I fucking love Archer so much. At number two, y'all, I, th- I feel like most people know what's going to be one and two. You're just curious of which one I put number one and which one I put number two. And this is really just comes down to preference. Um, but both of these shows could be number one for me. But honestly, I'm going to have to go with South Park's number two, Family Guy's number one. Sorry, that's just how I feel. I love South Park. I absolutely love it. But if I'm thinking about the show that has made me laugh the most, it's 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 Family Guy. South Park has made me laugh a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But Family Guy has made me cry. Like, like some of the jokes, like, oh, my God. Quagmire, some of the giggity giggity giggity. I fucking love Quagmire. I love every single character. I mean, like some of the characters. I mean, Family Guy has a character who's just a pedophile. Like he's a main character that we have in this show. He's a fucking pedophile, and they just keep making jokes, and it's so goddamn funny. Hmm. And muscly arms, paper boy. Where's he at? Oh, get on back here, you piglet some bitch. I fucking love. Herbert. Oh my God. He's such a horrible person. <laughs> uh, Chris is great. The fact that they just shut up, Meg. Oh, fucking beautiful. Um, of course, Stewie. But of course, that was my victory day. The tuition of my deeply vague pan to escape your Vesterian Bastille. Return to the rights, woman. I fucking love Stewie. Peter. Oh, family. I love the cutaways. I know some people don't. I think the cutaways are funny because basically here's here's why I like Family Guy so much. Seth MacFarlane has just has come out and said he his plan was just to make you laugh as many times as he could in a half hour. And that to me, that's what you're supposed to fucking do. So that is my top 10 list. All right, y'all. And with that. I'm going to go. You guys are fantastic. Thanks for listening. If you did, if you didn't go fuck yourself. This has been the Nate Heard Round the World. Deuces, people.